Hey, hey, hey. Hola. Welcome back to Spilling the GNC Podcast. You're here with Bolo. I'm Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now Bolo has performer. Come on, Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on Drag Race España Season 2. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start filling the GNC Podcast. Click. Hey, everyone. No, welcome. Why, to so <laughs> everyone, welcome back to the RuPaul's Drag Race Podcast that does a Live recording production of our reviews. Yes, live. Yes. Live. Real uh, time. Raw, unfiltered, uh, unmitigated. That, that sounds like a, a grinder. <laughs> that sounds like a grinder profile, Tom. Oh, gosh. Raw, unmitigated. <laughs> Real unmitigated. time. Yeah. So, uh, we're all looking for unmitigated yeah. circumstances. The things you find on these profile dating sites, I mean, you. <laughs> let, uh, let's just say there's, there's room, for, room everyone. for everyone. Let's just say that. <laughs> As you know, we're doing Drag Race España. We're on season two. And what a season it's been so far. We're yeah. really big fans of these queens. We love the España setup in general. Like, they're a great judging panel. Supreme is fabulous. Really feels like a showcase of queen's talent, not an attempt to, like, Create artificial storylines, um, kind of make them look silly, make them look villainous. Well, you know, there's always going to be a, 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 little, a little sprinkle of that but here does, and there. But doesn't it feel organic, though, and nobody's being forced into a villain role? Tom, we can't afford organic. <laughs> no, we can't, okay. indeed. We're... Organic, full of pesticides, yeah. frankly. <laughs> reek of them. No, but I have so much immunity to these pesticides. I, I don't need I don't need organic. We're building a tolerance. Yeah. So if anybody tries to spray a pesticide on us, we'll be like, yeah. no. They're you trying know, to come at us with some pesticide. We're, we're like, bring it. Like, was it that Italian from the Borgias? They had tiny bits of... They were so afraid of being poisoned, they brought tiny bits of poison in their food every day to build up an immunity. What? what? The Borgias? Like, they're this despicable kind of medieval Italian family who everybody hated. Oh, well, like, you know, I've heard about things like mm. that. Um, people who work with snakes, some of them yes. over the years get bitten by snakes to build the immunity, to build the tolerance of yeah. it. Yeah. And like how you every day test me mm-hmm. and it builds my tolerance. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Tom? Unfortunately, your tolerance hasn't built yeah. much. You're testing um, me. I'm testing you. You're testing me, Tom. <laughs> testing and it's starting me. to piss you off. The, the queens. Tom, what are the power rankings? I want you to go through mm-hmm. the queens. Tell us what what on paper the rankings are. And then what does your heart tell you? Yeah, so these are yeah. our power rangers. Um, so first off, the girls we said goodbye to. Marisa Prisa. Ariel Reck, Samantha Ballantyne, Hutta Carajutta, Onyx and Diamante, all mm. fabulous queens. Um, sad to see them all go. Um, Onyx is the only one among them who had a win. Um, so in our, our six remaining girls, our top six, in the lead we have Sharon. She's a very clear front runner. Two wins, never in the bottom two. Only ever safe ones. <laughs> She's either winning or high mm. all the time. Last week she had a little taste of what it's like to... Though she should not zone. have been safe. No, I ranked her high. Yeah, we she really should she not have been safe last week. I honestly think that the you don't see too much production shenanigans in uh, this in Espana. I don't think, apart from Poopy Poison last season. In the general, though, they tend to rank people quite fairly. I think. I think last episode they were very, very conscious of like Sharon is just running away with this season. So we're going to make her safe for once to give her a little taste mm. of not being high. Um, now coming. Behind Sharon, we have Seth Lass and Venedita, one win each, never in the bottom two. Um, both have been high a few times as well, uh, doing very, very well. Now, Estrella, 
has been doing really well overall. She's got a win, been high a lot, one bottom two from last week. Um, turns out constructing looks is not her strong suit. That's her Achilles heel. But she's good at everything else. She really is, and she's very lovable. And then we've got um, Marina, who's our super safe girl of the season. She's not won anything. Um, she's not been in the bottom two. Is she, she was, the queen that I've said has been saved twice now? She was definitely saved, I think, from the bottom two last week because her first two looks were fabulous and gorgeous. Her constructed look was easily the worst thing on the runway because it was barely a garment. It really, mm. really was. And her taste level seemed to drop as well. It was really unusual. I have a feeling that I've said before that she's been saved. She is stunningly talented, though. I mean, she was high in the rusical. Um, she was fab in the talent show. Um, talent. Talent. Um, it's just the way she moves, and she's such a model. And then we've got Jurichi, who hasn't won yet, but has been in the bottom two once. But she has been high a few times. She was high last week, deservedly so. Um, she portrayed great characters. Her constructed look was really chic. Um, where else has she been high? She has been high other times. She's talented and lovely. Yeah. Gorgeous. I think her confessionals are probably one of my favorite. It's just, it's very like, yeah, yeah. yeah." (laughs) You know, it's just like, uh, I don't, yeah, it is what it is. I ain't bothered. Okay, cool, whatever. It's very that. She's very over it. Yeah. In a likable way. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I I, like it. I like Venedita's confessionals. She speaks in this very low, husky tone. Um, It just sounds like she smokes... 20, 20 a day and she's got this deep husky voice and she's always like really deadpan and like matter of fact I just really appreciate her delivery I want to ask you who is winning Drag Race España season 2 Sharon yeah at this point um, Sharon had had to be significantly derailed um, the thing is we know now that she's actually good at everything because we've kind of done everything we've had performance challenges we've seen her talent we've seen she's won Snatch Game um, she she could, possibly saved this snatch game from being a yeah. season fourteen mishap. She turns looks. She really can. She can sing. She's got a beautiful voice. She can move. You know, competently as she did in the musical. Mm. Um, you know, I wouldn't call her a well. You're a performance expert. Would you call her a dancer or is she she just somebody who can move? I don't remember. Well, she didn't end up in the bottom. It's been anyway. a week, Tom. It's been a week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's been a heck of a week. Yeah. It's been a week. I don't remember. I'm very in the moment. You know. You are. You just I watch it. I, I podcast about it, and it's just like gone. You know. You know, Dumbledore, how he takes out. You know, how he um he takes out memories and he mm-hmm. puts it in the pensieve. You know, that's what I do. As oh. soon as I've done the podcast, it's like me taking it all out and just putting it in the podcast and releasing it to the world. I put it in my filing system in my brain. Okay. That's what I do. Everything gets filed away. Sometimes they get a bit jumbled if I have too many gin and tonics. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, What number are we on today? We've been good. We've been we've sober. Been it's a Sunday. so uh, We're having one to get, get us in the, in the podcasting mood, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, in the zone. A little G&T. Um, who else do you see in the top um, three with... Uh, Estrella. I see Estrella there as well. There's something really special about her. And there's something about Seth Lass that I love. Seth Lass is having just, a bit of a late surge, isn't she? Yeah, but she's just mm. she's always had this very energetic, sassy, scrappy energy that's mm-hmm. just I love and yeah. I live for. She's like a little fireball. She is. Isn't she? Is she? Really cool. So there's something, yeah, that's I like that and I wanna I wanna see that go far. I think Venedita has a similar all rounder quality to Sharon, and I could see her in the top three too. Um, I guess like Jurichi and Marina really need a win 
if they're going to make it there. Both wonderful and special queens, but they need to gain a bit of momentum to make it to the top three, I think. They need to start winning. They yeah, need to start definitely. winning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but for me so far, Sharon is absolutely the... Um, who won season one? Again, what was your name? Akama Farala. She's yeah. just she's Faralaing. She's the similar season. quality. Yeah. Or Envy Peruing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they're just clear front runners. And yeah. it's just Sharon is just such a clear front runner at this point. She just she she really has to do something really silly. She really has to stuff up for her yeah. to to not win. Not I mean, there's no denying she's definitely going to the finals. Let's just hope she doesn't get um Kita Minaged. Oh gosh. I mean that was a moment. that was it's, a it's, moment. Spanier is a totally different beast to Holland. They wouldn't do that to her. I guarantee they you would know not what? do that to Holland, her. Holland, this is why you haven't been um subscribed for another season. Well, it's interesting because they've got their other show. Most of the, uh, most uh, several of the Holland queens um have got their kind of makeup oriented reality show now. We've got a bunch of them. On YouTube? No, no, on on oh. a Holland TV network. Plus we've got Belgique coming up soon and you know, many Belgian queens have appeared. I mean, um, Vanessa Van Cartier is Belgian, as is uh, Sedegine, as is Jurici. Jurici, yeah. Mm. Um, so I think there's other things going on, and that's. I think it's resting. I don't think it's gone. On your talent. The other th- possibility. Who said that? Uh, tell me. Oh, it was a reading challenge, season eleven. Oh, um, can't remember. Vanji. The read was, um, everyone else, if you're listening, this goes out to you too. The read was, um, oh, I love that you've drink. got resting bitch face, but maybe you're just resting. And then and then there was a rebuttal, as they did on season 11's reading challenge. Mm. And she goes, on your talent. I, I can't picture, I, I remember the read, I can't picture who it was. What, who was the read from? I, I really can't remember. So it was Nina. Nina West said uh, that okay. to um, S Almighty. Oh, um, have I forgotten her name? Isn't it Aquarius? Davenport. Yeah, Aquarius Davenport. Yeah. yeah, go on. <laughs> okay. A little, little pop quiz to get everyone, you know, zoned up to get you like <laughs> back in, you know? The other possibility as well is, you know, just thinking in terms like European drag races that we've had so far. Italy, I mean, that, that was a shenanigan from start to finish. But the girl with the best track record made it to the finale, as she should have, Farida Kant. But then the crown... The girl who had no wins, Electrobionic. Beautiful, talented, but she had no wins and they crowned her. Was it the correct crowning? Be honest. Uh, I think Frida Kant should have won. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then this she is, three is wins. This a very obvious shenanigan on production. Oh, Drag Race Italy was full of shenanigans. Like what they did to a Norma Jean yeah. was so strange as well. Yeah. And yeah, they're not children. I know. So so they're like- and if you're going to disqualify somebody, disqualify them. Don't make them lip sync for it. It's, it was very weird. It was, yeah. Mm. Maybe it's a cultural thing that we don't understand. Maybe. I, I don't know. I uh, don't know. I, I did hear that it was to do with um, blaspheming, which is taken really seriously in mainstream Italian culture. That they blasphemed and that's what the big issue was. Okay. They, they are getting sure. another, they're, they're getting another season, though. We'll be seeing Drag Race Italia season two this year. Are you interested? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you want to go for it? Oh, definitely. I'm going to see if they've um, sorted out the production shenanigans because the queens are fab. Yeah. Bring back Enorma Jean, by the way. I mean, I want her on All Stars. She was yeah. the right amount of just drag. Oh, she was drag. Just perfect. Top to yeah, she was drag. Mm-hmm. She was drag. Now, we've said goodbye to Diamante last week. Australia was in the bottom of her. Australia sent her home. I stand by what I said. 
they showed a little clip of last week. There was something about the way that Diamante emotes. Uh, her performance through her face is just so true and so mm. believable. Like I, I, on that alone, I, I would. I look if it was both of their first time. If it was the first week mm-hmm. and we didn't know them, and it was the first week, and that was a lip sync, I would have given the win to Diamante. I do see where you're coming from. She's a real firecracker. It was performer. an honest. It was just an honest, true performance from that face. Anyway, we'll say goodbye to Diamante. She um, was quite tearful when she said goodbye to her. Did you see? I think she's tearful every week. Though. I know she's wonderfully dramatic. <laughs> she's tearful she? every. I mean, this, I mean, this is Spain. <laughs> this is Spain. They are emotional at everything. We love. It. I live for we, it. We live. We live. I mean, Supreme's just got such a lovely, warm quality. I think yeah. she's such a fab judge, and she's a good judge. She's mm. a great judge. Um, she walks the talk. I mean, when we you look at their what was that with their kind of improv mm-hmm. the improv oh, yeah, yeah. She, of she, their, she should have won Helen, that challenge. what was that one uh, um patricia's diary patricia's. she won that talent that yes. challenge the winner was supreme patricia period yes full stop yeah. it was her so we're thinking about diamante um they had a really interesting mini challenge and we never talk about the mini challenges because we they always just over them yeah the mini challenges are they're very they're very filler. They're the, just filler moments. And also, again, like in mainstream drag race, it's usually to set something up for the episodes to give somebody a spotlight or an advantage. But this was fun. I it, was it was fun. It, it was, was very, very it silly. Was very fun. They had to do sumo wrestling. So, they, you know, of course, they did quick drag. They put mm-hmm. them in these outfits. They're inflated and they're now <laughs> sumo wrestlers. And then they had to fight. Like, literally, they had to wrestle. And I thought it was, I didn't think they were going to actually like physically wrestle. Well, they did. I mean, and we saw something. So, in the words of Michelle Williams, I saw messy man. <laughs> I saw all I saw was messy man. If you were to talk about them in terms of their fighting styles, and let's say they were a Tekken character, yeah, who would Seth Lass be? Seth Lass, because she was incredibly scrappy. She was so scrappy. Yeah. Oh, she was a very like you know she was blanker. Of the street fighter. She was such a blank. She, she was like a fireball. She was a little she? electric ball. She was a little <laughs> animalistic electric ball. And she was like the way she was just, she was so scrappy and I loved it. And when she went up against Australia, you know, Australia's this towering force, E Honda. Yeah. she Honda? Uh, I was thinking maybe um Kuma. Kuma. Tom. She had like big wow. bear energy. Wow. More panda. Like panda's fierce. She's panda. Yeah. She's panda. She's yeah. panda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, like the way that she went and, and, and attacked her, it was like, you know, when like the, a chihuahua is just biting at your ankle and you're talking <laughs> with a friend and they're trying to get your attention. Yeah. It was really that. It was really like, yeah. she was, you know, like the, a little pestilence. It's a little annoying little thing. They're just like, biting at your ankle. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. Australia was just like, oh, it was, I thought it was adorable. Do you know whose style I really enjoyed? Whose? Marina's. <gasps> right. With attack pirouette. She, she, Lily. Lily. She's Lily She was from absolutely Lily from Or Va- Vega, I thought maybe as well. But no, because Lily, Lily spins. She does spin in pirouette. And, and yeah. when Marina did that spin, I was just like, oh, <laughs> yes, yes. That is how drag queens sumo. <laughs> that is what I call a drag. I mean, Australia was giving sumo realness, 
But I'm not mm-hmm. here for that. No. I am here for the drag interpretation. She, she was my, I, <laughs> my favorite fighting style was Marina. And then she jumped on her and clinged on her. Yes. Like, you know, like it was just it was adorable. It was adorable. I really liked it. I think, yeah. Benedita, that, Sharon, and Jurichi. I think Jurichi might have been vaguer, actually, because she was quite preoccupied with not being injured, I think. <laughs> she was Anything like, but the face. Not my beautiful face. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep you at a distance. Keep you at a distance. <laughs> no, it was cute. It was really cute. It was really fun. And I just wasn't expecting him to actually get physical. Mm-hmm. I was... Well, I think Venedita was surprised by um, Seth Lars. Right. Mm-hmm. Seth Lars is... The word is scrappy. She's very scrappy. She was, you know, she's this five foot two little gnome. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, you know, she's going to be out was, straight away. Ass gnome. She was used. <laughs> um, and then she was just like she was. She would not give up. She was. She, no. was, she is. She is Christina Aguilera, a fighter. Yeah, fighter. Uh, she a is dirty Destiny's as well. Yeah. <laughs> She's also dirty, Christina Aguilera. Yeah. She's Destiny's child survivor. Ain't nobody gonna hold her down. <laughs> she was. Yeah. She was all of the divas. She was the whole um dirty album actually she took on the spirit Stripped, actually, that's of the, the divas and she mm. attacked and and we were here for she it. just couldn't overpower estrella at the end who was victorious i mean i think my money would have been on estrella for this because she's just physically the most imposing of, of all of them yeah i mean she's the tallest and she looks the strongest could you i mean yeah it's, it's like it's like move me go yeah, on I dare try you. move me yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Right, so Australia won there. Now this week the Mexi Challenge is they have to showcase the best that Spain has to offer in three ads, which mm-hmm. means they're going to be in pairs again. And the objective is they need to convince drag queens all over the world that Spain is the ideal destination mm. for them. The slogan is "Come to Spain, bitch." Better, <laughs> better, better, better. And so the teams are Australia and Sharon. Number two is Jadici and Venedita, and team number three is Marina and Drag We should say that Estrella got to choose her partner and pair. It was easy. You could see it coming a mile off that she's going to pick Sharon. They do pair up when possible. And they did great. They really they, they've already worked together in the Rusical, and yeah. they work really so well that's together. It. We have seen as well when the girls have had an opportunity, because this is basically a comedy challenge. It's a comedy and writing challenge. It's not improv, but they are writing it, aren't they? And then performing it. So. The the girls, sorry, the other two pairs are uh, Marina and uh, Seth Lass, who did not look happy about it, and Venedita and Jurichi, who actually seemed really happy about that. They, they do have a similar burlesque, sultry energy. They can both be really funny. I think they'll work well together. I don't think there was anything shady about this pairing. I think probably what Australia was thinking there was like, well, I might as well pair the two who really want to be with each other. And unfortunately, the other two are kind of leftovers in this situation. Mm. But who knows that opposites attract might. Maybe they can come up with something unique, something uh, new. I mean, I just think it's going to be a, this is going to be a breeze for Australia and Sharon. Yeah. How would you convince someone to come to the UK? Because this is about um, convincing people to come to the to Spain, which I think is easy. Sun, sex, men. The UK has all of that. Sun, <laughs> sex, sex, men, men. <laughs> where? Uh, not where I've been looking. <laughs> I think if Sorry, I did, where is the sun? If besides I, the newspaper, which which we do we not can't speak talk of. about that. We no, don't, we don't, don't speak talk about of. that. Don't joke about that. <laughs> Don't joke about that. Gosh. Don't joke about that. Now, what I do actually, if I was doing UK for this, is I would 
um, make fun of international opinion of UK food because you know how people think that UK food is is a bit gross and bland and under seasoned and lacking taste. Is it not? Well, I'd go beyond that, and I'd, sorry, I'd, I'd make fun of the fact you know that we have things like um, you know steak and kidney pie and black pudding and haggis and stuff, and I'd frame it as kind of like an oak cuisine thing and really like amp it up, but then serve something really gross. I see. Yeah, that's I how see. I'd like try and play up the comedy. I think, or why gotta be black pudding in the UK <laughs> season with a bit of yeah? I see it. I see it. I like. It. I'm or, here for it. Or do something similar with the weather or the guys, and yeah. just like have have one of the pit crew dress up as like a really naff stereotype of of like a pretty naff guy from some regional part of the UK. What's naff? Naff means kind of like uncool or not very good. And what does that naff guy look like? I don't know. I'd probably like. What would I do? Um, go for just for some like British geeky stereotype or something. Just something that would be considered a bit funny and unattractive or something. Like before I came to the UK, I, th- I think everyone when everyone thinks of the UK, mm. they think of like the British. They think of like Jude Law and a suit. They mm-hmm. think about you know the British royals. They think everyone sounds like that. When I say they, I mean I was I was them. Yes, yes. I thought everyone sounded like Hermione. You basically I thought, thought you were moving to Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I did. I thought everyone spoke like that. Everyone was, you know, like that. And then I came to the UK and it was, there was just, I mean, that was less than 1%. Everyone else was just full of pizzazz. I, I learned about the Scouse woman, the most glamorous, women the most the glamorous woman that exists. I, I heard about the Essex women who were the most scrappiest divas <laughs> who I love and I look up to. I found out about if there's all these other places that you know everyone outside the UK don't, aren't really familiar with, who I feel make the UK a better place. I'm I'm putting yeah, it out there. I think you know it's so overrated. The it's not overrated. I mean, I'd love to be friends with them. I mean, they they go to actual golf clubs, so I'm not the one that you took me to. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into the golf club that Tom took me to. I am not because I'm I I am scarred. Did it not meet your standards? It, it doesn't meet anyone's health and safety standards. I don't think it met those. Well, Tom. you had a couple of gin and tonics, and you seemed to enjoy yourself. I um, was surprised that they had gin there. Let's turn it around. What? How would you do? Um, uh, come to New Zealand. Easy. I mean, it's it's the, it's the thing that everyone knows. Clean. Great. I mean, First of all, New Zealand doesn't need much selling. You've got to make it funny, though. It's this comedy challenge. There's nothing funny about being green no, but, and beautiful, Tom. But that's the thing. Like, you can't just be like, New Zealand is beautiful and amazing. Come to New Zealand. Jobs are good in. Like, you've got to make it funny. Make no. fun of something about New Zealand. You can't make, well, you can't make fun of perfection. New Zealand is the place. <laughs> New Zealand to be. is an amazing place. I it's mean, the could, best. Could views, I suggest something? Or the the best views is beautifully multicultural. Yeah. The it's. I mean, we have. It's the people there are are amazing. The food there is delicious. What, what All this, this is true, but none of this is funny. Because because it's not funny. If I were to do it. I'm potentially going to offend any Kiwi listeners, but I'd probably go for a bit of a kind of Flight of the Concords type of stereotype. I never watched that. I can't believe you've never watched Flight of the Concords. But the thing Concords. is, every time, everyone I've met here, I was like, oh, so do you watch Flight of the Concords? I'm like, no. Mm. I'm surprised people here even know Shortland Street. Someone told me last week that they watched Shortland Street. I used to watch it um, during the summer holidays like, when I went to my Shortland nine's Street. house. Shortland Street, okay. I'd eat a okay. tuna sandwich with my nine and watch Shortland Street. Oh, God's sake. 
doing some holidays. Not even I is watch it. Is it you it. or is it me? Lately I've been lost at sea. It seems to change is what I need. <laughs> You're not a Guatemala now, Dr. Robate. Something like that. I remember. That's what I was like. What is happening? What is this? Shortland Street is a real place, but there's no hospital there. Did you know that? Tom, I know that. <laughs> Being that you're vaguely familiar with Auckland. I used to walk through and past Shortland Street every day when I went to uni. But there's so. no hospital there. Is that true? There's no hospital Oh, you passed there. the test. Okay. Maybe you did walk there. Oh, maybe I am from New Zealand. <laughs> maybe you are. Maybe you're not lying. <laughs> That's how I, yeah. Hmm. I, I, I don't know. I'd love to see what they come up with because I'm, I, I didn't, I've been to Spain. I've been to I. No, I've been so not I've I've been to um Citrus. You've been to Citrus. I've been to Barcelona, and I did not know when I went to Citrus that it was a gay like a gay place. It's like that. That is exactly what Citrus is. And because I, I'm not the one who chose the place, it was my friend um Rohan Rowan. He he <laughs> chose the place. I mean, yeah, it's a great place. Let's go there. And, and then obviously he just wanted to go there because he wanted to be seen. He wanted to be you know. Oh, uh, you know, the gays are coming. The gays, Tom. The gays. The gays know what they're like. They're a, yeah, yeah. Other gays. Other gays, yeah. Other gays, <laughs> topless in a hot place where there's no clothes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How predictable. <laughs> anyway, that's us. Um, I don't know how they're going to play, but before we get into it as well, what are some of the best adverts that we've seen in Drag Race? One, one springs to mind, and it's um, red for filth. Are you read E for me? Absolutely. I, mean, I think Alaska is amazingly good at this type of challenge because hers on All Stars 2 also won the week. The um the tape, the beauty tape one. Alaska's really, really good at like just parody, comedy. Um she just gets it. Do you know what she gets? It. It. Uh. She looks at her watch well, but, and she and, just and gets that, it. Say, yeah. And th- in that same season, um, Delusion. Jinx is fab at this as well. Convince yourself. I think that, it but, also bored gave birth to Alyssa's secret. Oh gosh, <laughs> my secret. Oh, that's another thing. <laughs> well, well mine's a little bigger. <laughs> what's your secret? What's your secret? Um, when I think of an ad, I mean iconic. It's my special day. Amazing. I mean that that one's always going to be there. Also, uh, I'm dripping. I'm dripping. I'm dripping. Uh, That's a great what one. are some of the great ones that we've seen through the years? Some, some ads. Um, they did ads on season 13, didn't they? Simone and Rose won that one, I think. What was the ad? Um, if you can't remember can't, it, Tom. it was for a drink, I think. Yeah. It Tom, just because you remember it, it can't be memorable. It wasn't good. Well, Rose had the, the hangover cure. And Simone just like distilled. She did a good job of distilling the essence of Simone into an ad, which she should be doing as well. Which is exactly what Alaska did, exactly what Jinx did. Do you know which one that I think is quite underrated that people don't really like? It wasn't even received well on that episode, but I thought it was pretty okay. Go on. The Treglixer, take me to sleep. And then they played the sounds. <laughs> oh, grr, yes, mama. Oh, grr, okay. That was the yes, week when there, yes, go on. there were no winners that, that week. Yeah, oh, that weird season. I mean, RuPaul that week. She well, was, it's an excuse to throw charity in the bottom, really, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, production shenanigans. Oh. As it is, as season it is. three of UK, the f- f- production fingerprints are all over it. I also liked All Stars, though. Um, All Stars, the ad, and it was um, it was Trinity. You know how that that tape that fixed everything. Trinity's tape. Yeah, um, Trinity was in it. Um, oh, Trinity um, Bonet. Yeah. Not the Tuck. Do you remember the air that they were in? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. And she was with Raja Pandora. Yes, yes, that um, one. 
Yeah, that was that was that a was good, good ad. ad. That yeah. was a good ad. It was. It was good and funny. Yeah, oh, the, Eureka was great in her ad as the um, Exorcist girl as well. Hmm, it's not coming to me. It's still in the end. It's not coming back. It's okay. not coming back. It's not coming back. Anyway, should we see what these girls come up with? Yes. Yeah. But what I want to see is, like you said, make it funny. Make it funny. Make it funny. But make it. You know what? My favorite kind of funny is exactly what Deja Sky did in the um in that kind of what was it the the ads that they had to the do bumpers. the Sarah McLaughlin oh yeah, type, yeah, 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 yeah. that ad yeah. where you, you, that was kind of an ad that was where you queens. say something quite silly but you say it really seriously like it's yeah. the most serious thing that's what I want I want them to sell it I want them to be funny without giving away the joke just reek of irony exactly yeah. that's, yeah. What I, that's what I think what do you think no, what, what, totally do what do you want to see what do you want to see exactly as we've discussed really like you know think of some stereotypes about Spain probably um, play on those make it funny amp it up kind of like the idea if, a good way to make somebody laugh in this is like sell it as if you're selling something really amazing but include like the worst stereotypes something that would actually repel people what do you think they're going to use like what when you think of Spain what are the things that come to to say really because it'd be hard for me to say anything without coming across as offensive because it's not really my place to make fun of Spanish stereotypes do you know what I mean I can make fun of British stereotypes okay well what do you think they're going to do then I feel like a lawyer I feel like I'm in the Amber Heard case when you say something <laughs> and then they're like objection and so then the lawyer has to find another way to say it a different way so I'm going to ask you what do you think they're going to use objection leading <laughs> yeah. objection bias <laughs> objection hearsay Hearsay. Pure and simple. I mean, if you're not following the Amber and Johnny Depp suitcase, uh, uh, suitcase, law, suitcase, law, yeah, law yeah. case, whatever it is, I mean, then you you're have only to. getting half the story. Yeah, because Amber, her, she is, she is, she is lip syncing for her life on that stand. It, it's just putting on the that, performance. That of her performance life, of her life. Exa- yeah. I mean, if I was thinking of what they'll do, I would say men. I mean, Spanish men. You know, they're quite. They're tan. They're beautiful. I would say beach. They've got really good beaches. I think that's what the food that they have there but is none good. Of that's funny in and of itself. You've got to sell it. Sell all the things that are amazing about Spain. But actually, what you present should be like basic or bad. Okay. Do you know what I mean? No. That's no. how you make it funny. Sell it like you're selling something beautiful, but present something that's not something that's actually repulsive. Okay. Like what I was oh, yes, saying about yes, the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, let's have a see. See what they come up with. We're going to do the runway first, which uh-huh. is a big change, but you know, you'll adapt. <laughs> well, it's you'll live. You'll we've, survive. We've seen like the writing and the filming, yeah. and we're just going to weave that into their actual performances, aren't we? Yeah, we yeah. are. Yeah. So what's the runway this week? It's Night of a Thousand uh, Rafaela Caras, which we actually saw on Drag Race Italia. Um, she's clearly a I'm, I'm not that familiar with her um, she's not somebody who I think was particularly big in the UK but I think across Europe she's a massive kind of Europop icon well, was she's passed away sadly mm-hmm. um, I think she's well known for her glitz her glamour her effervescent stage performances her signature blonde bob um, and I think we're going to see like lots of sequins like disco sequin S- sequence sequence Sequences two, sequences sequences more than one. Okay, cool. Sequence, um, so very disco vibes, like jumpsuits, glamorous dresses. All um, right, all right. Yeah, I hear you. I see. We're gonna start off with Australia. So Australia, um, 
classic Estrella, really. She's giving us camp and performance. Um, she comes out with this uh, umbrella with a cutout, which seems to be from a photo shoot that Rafaela Cara did. Um, and yeah, I mean, she's she's in a sparkly jumpsuit with, with her classic bob. Um, I think she looks great. You know, she always pads really beautifully. I love her shape. Um, she looks sparkly. She looks like a disco diva. What do you think? I think it's all right. I think it's okay. I mm-hmm. think the blonde wig uh, looks... It's a bit wiggy. It's a bit wiggy. It's a bit yeah. wiggy. It looks it's like not, a wig. It's not the most expensive blonde uh, bob. I, I wouldn't seen. reach out and pull their whiff. I'd leave it on her. I wouldn't <laughs> would steal it. I wouldn't pull her wiff. No. I'd, 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 leave her, I'd, I'd let her have it. She, she did what Australia does, though. She gives it camp and performance, and it was, it was fun. But I think the outfit overall was great. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was, it nice was good. Yeah. Next up. So Venedita, I think red was a bit of a signature colour for Raffaella. So Venedita, I actually really like her wig. I love the curled under bob because it's very, very 70s, very disco diva. Um, she has dyed her beard um, for this theme. Um, really? Um, Because she's a blonde bombshell. Um, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Stop it. Uh, so she, yeah, she looks good. Very, very similar to Estrella's actually, but I think this is a more expensive looking jumpsuit. It's highly sequined. Um, she's got the big ruffles. She looks fantastic. She's really dancing as well. She's really giving it some performance. The performance I love for the commitment by dyeing the beard to, mm-hmm. you know, en- enhance the femininity of this all. Femininity. I love it. The wig isn't as thirsty as Estrella's. I love it's the more sequence of the, the red. I love the camp. It's, ve- it's giving me very Ebba, yeah. Ebba Queen dancing Similar sort of era, I think, yeah. of Europop. Yeah. So it's a yes. It's a yes from me, Tom. Yeah, so great. I'm saying yes to the dress. Yes. It was a jumpsuit, not a dress, but okay. Jirichi. Jirichi looks very fabulous and glamorous. Um, so this is from an album cover, I think. Um, her bob, I think we we're just rating their wigs, really. Her bob, bob looks really chic and sleek and lovely. Um, the dress, it's, <laughs> she's giving it this fun telephone performance. The dress itself, I think, is very chic and beautiful. Um, and I think she's wearing it beautifully. Um, it's actually got quite a Mugler vibe to it, this dress, I think. Oh, surprise, surprise. There was a Mugler collection that was like these very chic dresses with like these high cutouts. Yeah. Or maybe a bit Gautier, actually. Um, but she looks fabulous. It's cute. It's cute. The wig, again, looks to me a little bit wiggy. Mm. Um, she's getting wiggy with it, I, you know. But I, I think Australia the outfits are like, oh, yeah, yeah everything so far is better than Australia's wig, but, you know. <laughs> but I love the look and I love the campiness. Yeah. So it's, it's a yes. She gives it a lot of fun. It's a yes. Sharon. So Sharon uh, comes out in a sort of gold scoop neck number. Now, I think she's a little bit of a victim of the studio lights here because the one that she compares it to is this highly glittery fabric. I can tell that Sharon's is a glittery fabric, but it's not showing up as well under the lights as I think she hoped because it looks a little bit beige rather than gold. Okay. Still, she's selling the hell out of it. And she's really throwing herself around the stage. I think I can tell these girls love Rafaela Cara and they really, really want to honour her and perform the heck out of this runway. Sharon is, Sharon is performing her life away. I, I'm living for it. The performance is loud. It is, it's, it's just stunning. I love that she's twirling, that she's doing the whole hair shake. Yes, yes, yes. The performance I love for it's an absolute yes for me. And I am seeing a common theme. She mm. is quite um, all the girls are coming out with energy, with oh, pizzazz. Yeah, yeah. They're loving so it. So it's really it's really showing me who she is. But so far, 
I mean, I feel like Sharon was lip syncing for her life. She was. It's, it's a tra- and I love it. Well, she'll be the one who probably was alive for <laughs> the heyday. She of- had this on, on cassette. Absolutely. She had a Sony Walkman. Yeah. Or Panasonic, because, you know, <laughs> if you couldn't afford it, it was Panasonic or, or Toshiba. <laughs> she had that Walkman. She was walking around with it on her roller skates, the square ones, yeah, yeah, not yeah. the blades. And she was, sing- she, was, she, was, she was there. She was there for it. She was darting to it on the way to school. Yeah, she's the one with the deepest connection to Rafael Caro, I would imagine. Drake Seth Lass. So Seth Lass, um, a different gold look. Um, very beautiful. There's a reveal. I love the movement in the sleeves. It suits Seth Lass very well because she's such a dancing diva. Um, looks a little bit more expensive than Sharon's, I will say. I love the puffs. It's giving me real Pepper Labeja vibes. Whenever I see like gold, lame, puff sleeves like that, I'm like Pepper Labeja. I didn't know that she owned gold, Tom. <laughs> she kind of did. She kind mm. of owned everything. Um, brilliant. Um, the shoes might be a little bit off because they're, they're a, a Aren't those the shoes that Kim Kardashian yeah, wore? Yeah, transparent, please. With the Marilyn uh, Monroe oh, dress. Do not get me started. Um, the only thing I'd criticise her on is that the shoes are probably not... I don't think Rafaela... I don't know Rafaela Cara, but I'd be surprised if she wore stripper pleasers. <laughs> I like the look. I think it's fun. Overall, it's I think it's criticism. very like Mortal Kombat, get over here, Scorpio. <laughs> if Scorpion went into drag. Yeah, a Scorpion to drag, <laughs> this is what she would do. How would you rate the wig? Yeah, that was like. Is anyone going to give us a perfect wig? So far, Vinadita was the best because she's given it the most styling, and it was very, very seventies. Love that. It's like a mushroom bob, you know. Uh, Last but not least, we have Marina. Um, I think Marina's wig is the worst. It's the most wiggy. Um, But Marina, like the other girls, is selling selling this garment it's a really cute um sequin blazer with a black bodysuit it's almost like a jeremy scott from Moschino kind of vibe i could see that on one of his runways um but look at her move and she is living her best life up there i'm always surprised when i see marina move because the way that she comes off in the confessionals like someone who's just more arty watch and her spin like she she is twirling like She's a spinning top she really she is She is giving valentina a run for her money yes. she really she is giving rose a run <laughs> for her money the, twirling the way that she, and the thing is her twirls are beautiful her twirls are lovely she really and comes alive on stage she really does yeah. and i love seeing that the outfit is just it's, it's you know it's it's basic let's be honest it's a basic blazer with that but she sold it she sold it to me i, I think like it all i can say is that all these girls gave a lot of love to rafael acara this yeah. evening and um some i mean if i'm looking at them if i if i'd say a, a best outfit probably venedita's venedita for me was the winner on the runway for this um yeah. second was would be jerichi and seth Lass. i i yeah, I'd say she, Seth Lass more than Jerichi. Jerichi looks very elegant. I for really me. like this. For, for me. Now, let's get into the ads. The first ad is Australia and Sharon. Uh-huh. And I'm just going to say it. I don't have to watch the other two. I think they won. What they brought a huge amount of fun cap engine. They were incredibly vulgar. <laughs> they were abs- I mean, there are some scenes that I'm like... We gasped. I was like... Oh, what? The splatter scene in particular. I'm still not the 100%. blood splatter scene. Was it scene. blood? Was it? Because I thought maybe somebody'd bitten into a burger just Tom, off screen. Let's be serious. And it was so it was ketchup. you know it was it was. I mean that is the most out there thing I think I've ever I've seen, seen on Drag Race. On drag ra- I was yeah. like, oh my! They let that. They happen. made me gasp definitely. 
I mean, I loved. First of all, the whole theme is that a little town, everything's big. Yeah, the glory concept. holes echoed. It was very and the, and the glory holes and the glory. And I love how they kept looking around. Like, yeah, where yeah, does yeah. that sound coming from? It added to the comedy. I it was funny. Their chemistry together so is just so good. Very very good. It, it's 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 true chemistry. They bounce off each other. It was it was very believable, very honest. I enjoyed it a lot. It was funny. It was funny. It, it was, was good. Very very good. They crossed the bunch. You know what? The the reason that we go gas. Gasp mm-hmm. at that scene of you know obviously her taking the anal is that, is that this what is it was? Is that this what is was something implied? that is like oh ha, ha, yeah of course but it's something that we'll expect to see at a show at nighttime in yeah, a club that's it the thing is that we're gasping because it made it onto commercial television for RuPaul's Drag Race Drag Race España is is not as afraid to push taste boundaries as like conventional US season definitely but first and foremost this ain't on like television people need to subscribe to our presents to yeah. see this uh, the children are safe the children are safe <laughs> I don't know I hear that they play it at 6 o'clock on a weekday evening in, in Spain do they? no that's a joke do they Tom? no they don't I thought this was clever I it, don't it was vulgar it was vul- it was delightfully vulgar you're very very right about it being nightclub cabaret type stuff but this which, is what drag queens exactly, do exactly exactly this is that's drag queens to, and nighttime performers yeah yeah that's helped me with the the vulgarity a bit more i think but everything like the um yeah i just i thought it was excellent and that's what i have to say we were laughing we were laughing i wouldn't count out both the other groups yet but let's find out absolutely the only thing is that at the end of their um production how mm-hmm. they actually did the world glory hole and got a bit like i thought that was pushing it too hard the funny what the, it was a bit repetitive or and how they kind of like masturbated or whatever they did in, in the actual glory hole i thought that was pushing a little bit but you know what it was overall it was funny the question is mm-hmm. do you want to go to spain after watching this tom i mean they made me laugh a lot and i think they appeal are you are you on a travel website right now are you booking tickets to spain i want to go to andalusia is that in Spain? It is. Okay, yeah. cool. For the glory holes, yeah, obviously. I'm, Why not? I'm here for it. Let's give it a go. <laughs> yes. Glory holes. Absolute. Um, it was perfection. Very good. I felt. Very, yeah. very good. Next up, we have Marina and Seth Lass. Yes. Uh, so, do you want me to, you're going to go first? You do you want me to go, go first? first? I, um, I think that it, it came off not natural in the beginning when mm-hmm. it, they were trying to talk about it. I don't feel like there was any chemistry in the beginning as well. Mm-hmm. I thought it was quite robotic. Um, and I just felt like they both had two different energies. I definitely I definitely agree with that. And it felt like it took a little while for them to sort of yes, get to the point. I, I think by the end, when everything just went manic, mm-hmm. that they were both on the same level, which was they just both were at 100. I don't think it was the best 100 because for me, it felt manic. And them, and then there's there's certain things that you do when it's an acting choice that scream a desperation. Mm-hmm. And one of them, when you're trying to, you know, display vulgarity, you try to avoid the things that are just so obvious. And mm-hmm. one of them is doing the V with your fingers okay. and then doing the tongue. Okay. From, you know, that is just, oh, you know, that's, that's too on the nose. Mm-hmm. Like, be vulgar, show me the vulgarity, but don't do the things that are just so, like... Yeah, that was yeah. it. Was it was just I, I didn't feel like as a, as presenters, I don't feel that there was chemistry. I don't. It was a bit. The, the script wasn't together. It was. I think like the performance was a bit 
GCC. When you think about how punchy and edited um, Estrella and Sharon's was, it just kind of didn't compare in that way. Mm. There were some gags towards the end and there were some chuckles there. Um, I think Seth Lass had slightly better energy than Marina. Marina seemed a bit more uncertain of herself. Oh, well, see, I thought that Marina committed more. Okay. But overcommitted. She, she was she overcommitted. And so it just... The, the energies that they gave didn't mesh. It didn't mesh. So no one yeah. looked good because they weren't on the same level. I think on their own, they were okay. But when you put them together, it was a bit, it was a, it was a mismatch. Yeah, it's like I when agree, you're trying I to agree. fit, it's like when you got the last piece of a puzzle mm. and it's not the right shape. It just, <laughs> it just didn't fit. No just, how much you it, yeah, it. it just, it just wasn't there. I think that, I don't. I have no doubt in my mind that they gave it a hundred and twenty percent. Oh, I can I, see they were trying. There was commitment. They, they definitely went for it. They gave it. They gave it the best shot. There was. It was just not together. Even in the workroom, um, I think they see like it felt like Marina was beavering away at it, and Seth Lass seemed a little bit distracted. And also, when they were filming, these are the two that needed the most direction. Um, Supreme had to give them more direction than the others. Yeah. Um, so. Love the effort that they put in. It wasn't as good as Sharon and Estrella's. What, what were the good things about it that you found? Um, I think towards the end, there were some laughs there. It got very silly in the club with the kind of pop of snow and, you know, um, all the sex going it on. Gave me <laughs> it gave me flashback when the snow came. Because when I was in Sitges, you know, as you do with my friend, um, we, were, we, went out to, we went to go out one night and we went to, a, there was a bubble, a bubble, a, a club. They were having like a bubble party or something okay it was a so so we went in and there's this whole pit where there's a bubble machine and then it was just like a lot of bubbles <laughs> and i was in there and i was really playing i was re- like i was doing i was really playing with the bubbles i was like i was getting really into the bubbles and then, and then some some of the guys were like oh you're really into the bubbles and i'm like it's really fun <laughs> I was like, i'm having a lot of fun here with the bubbles it's, i just got a flashback on that so I don't know. Is it, a, it must be a common Spain thing where they oh, have no, it's, these... it's something that they'll do in clubs, isn't it? They'll have like foam and that kind of thing. That was the first time I've had a, a foam bubble thingy happen. Yeah, I can't say it's something that's happened frequently to me either. But um, yeah, it's just something that they do. I mean, I was living... sexy clubs, I think. I was living, but then my clothes got wet and yeah. then it was just... It and then was... you wandered around in wet clothes. Uh, yeah. The idea that you take your clothes well, off. Well, no, no, no. You know, it's just... You had your shirt off. Yeah. Okay. And I, you know... At that time of my life, I had a good body. Like you know, I go through I go through moments, and I was, I was always quite happy to take my shirt off. <laughs> I was quite happy at that time to take it off. Uh, Tom, did this make you want to go to Spain? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, you're uncertain. Yeah, yeah no, not Pen- sold on it. Pending. Yeah, pending. Like save it to my favorites. And then maybe come Might back to it and revisit later. it, but yeah. not not booking at the moment. Not booking right now. I'm not scrolling through um, booking.com. I'm with you. Talk to me about Girichi and Venedita's ad. I like this one. I liked it. I like their bimbo characters. Mm-hmm. I think they were really fun. Um, I think it was, you know, in contrast to Seth Lass and Marina's, it was more concise and well edited. I think it was a bit punchier. I think it got to the point quicker. And... In anticipation of your question, I think this one did actually make me want to go to Spain because they look like they're having a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's important. Yeah. Like these two girls. It's an ad. They were having a great holiday with their boobies hanging out and getting pooed on by seagulls. And they were still just having a great time. Is that what you were talking to me about last time you said, like, 
make the ridiculous funny. Yeah, and I the fact that there's a lot of birds and they do poo, yeah. poo on you in Spain, they're like, oh, that's just what happens. Yeah, glamour, yeah, yeah, yeah. glamour. Yeah. That kind of thing. I, you know what? I've, I like that it had a storyline, mm-hmm. how they were, you know, two best friends and... I, 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 I kind of got lost to me what they were selling some of the times. Maybe I just, just, I just don't follow. Just like, come here, that, sun, sea, sand, and boys. And boys. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. It wasn't in your face as much. Maybe I'm just not used to it not being as crude because, you know, we've, we've had two really, like, crude. <laughs> for me, I think these... For me. For me. I think these two hit the right level in terms of comedy and crudeness. Like, I sound like such a prude saying that, but like for me, I think it, it was what I'm probably just the level I'm most used to or something. I like the characters they portrayed. I think Venedita was particularly good in her performance. I think Jurichi took a little moment to warm up, but then she got there. Oh, see, I like Jurichi's oh, performance. You? I think she Gosh, stood out to me. There's been contrast between us this evening, hasn't there? The, she stood out to me a, a bit more with did her she? acting. Yeah. Um, what I did like is that they were there to promote Spain and the ridiculousness and sometimes true nature of mm-hmm. the gays hooking up in the background <laughs> yes. for me made it even more funnier yeah. because, you know, there's these guys just having sex and, mm-hmm. and all of that and they're just there enjoying their time yes. and, you know, getting some and just being besties, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, I think I think that was good. Do you know what? It was it was delightful. It was it was it was a nice ad. Yes, I will place them second. Yeah, I think so too. Out of three, did it make me want to go to Spain? Um, yeah, I, 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 didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't sell it to me. And to be honest, I, I, I just. I just enjoyed the ad. I did enjoy the ad. I agree with you, and you're right. I guess we're kind of looking at them in pairs, aren't we? Mm. Uh, whether they'll be judged in pairs, I don't know. But yeah, I'd agree. It's kind of like Sean and Estrella, um, Jurici and Venedita, close behind them. I don't think too far behind them. And and then Seth Lass and Marina, even though I really appreciate the effort they put in, it just kind of rambled a bit or something. Okay, yeah. Now. Who was the winner? You have to use the runway here. The run. I mean, I think it could be Estrella, but I think Venedita did really well, and she had a great runway. Okay. Um, Jurichi was great as well. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well throw Sharon in there. It's not going to be Seth Lasso Marina. I find, I do. Think, I think them two might be in the bottom this week. I, I think there are. And bottom two I this think week. that the winner this week will be either Sharon or Australia. I mm. think that. I don't, I don't. Oh my god! I, I thought they were both fabulous. I, I thought they were both fabulous. I, I don't know. I don't care who wins out of them two. Overall, they have all done really, really well. The judges really laughed. And yeah, we've chuckled as well. They're good. It was good. It was a good time. Mm. Yeah. So, do you agree that the winner this week's going to? Be, you think it's going to be Australia? I'm going to say Sharon. Uh, but I think we both agree that the bottom two are going to be Drake, Sithlas, and Marina. I think so. Let's give it up for our double winners, Australia and Sharon. Congratulations, ladies. We were both right. You chose one, I chose the other. They heard us. They're they're clearly listening. It was written. Yeah. Yeah. And also they did judge in pairs, which I kind of thought might happen. And our safe pair were Jurichi and Benedita, which we also said. Um, And we also said Marina and... Seth Lass would be in the bottom, and that is what has happened. Was there a bit of drama in the Untucked? Untucked was quite dramatic. Um, it was a little hard to follow at one point, actually, but it just felt like Seth Lass and Jurichi took each other's feedback 
quite personally, but it felt like there was something else there, like they've probably not been getting on behind the scenes. So what had happened was that they were asked the question on stage, yeah. who should go home? The majority of people said Marina. Yeah, I mean, if anybody had the right to be upset, it was probably Marina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, Marina was quite chill, bless her. And she was like, this is something you have to do in this competition, and I accept it, that's fine. And Estrella was feeling quite guilty about putting Marina and Sethlas together. She felt like she kind of screwed them both over. I think they're both considered to be, in inverted commas, the least funny girls of, of this six. And I think Estrella was thinking, well, if they'd been paired with a more comedic girl than might. Somebody's got to be in the bottom. Yeah. Like, poor Australia taking it to heart. But it was a bit dramatic. But these girls, they fight, they make up their sisters. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, the lip sync was great. It was between, as we know, Marina and Joe Sethlas. The not, song was lovely. I'm I really, not familiar with that, but it was really fun. The story of it was now, really funny. Now, Marina went... From the get-go, she just gave energy and energy and energy. You know, sometimes that's a great thing. Other times, it's like there's nowhere for it to go but because you, you have to maintain that. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's great if you're a solo artist on stage to mm. give a 100 from the get-go. Amazing. Good on you. I think it matched the song, though. I think it was appropriate to this song. Yeah, I did. And I agree. One of the girls, I think it was Sharon, commented she felt that she had that Rafaela Cara spirit. Obviously, we're not as familiar with that, so we'll take Sharon's word. But I thought... Her energy really suited the song. She was funny. She was high energy. She was bunny hopping from the beginning. Um, really, really serving. What did you think of Seth Lass? Seth Lass um, kind of took it easy in the beginning. Maybe she was, she was really lip syncing. She was really telling the story. Mm. Uh, it, it did feel a bit held back, especially knowing what we know about her as a performer. Yeah. I was expecting something to happen. And it did happen. She had a reveal. She had the gold glitter in the, the air. The glitter was really, really fun. And then she started doing splits in there. But the only thing is that I thought after that reveal, I wanted her to start matching um, yes. Marina's energy. I agree. And I don't think she ever got there. I think she did give more energy than what she was given, but that's not much because she was really relaxed in the beginning. Yeah. I just really wanted her to, after that reveal, to go 100% full force, full steam ahead, Mm. and really just solidify a win. She didn't. She left it quite late. She never really reached the 100. I agree. And when someone's giving 100, your 100 is no longer relevant. Your 100 has to be the same as the other 100% Mm -hmm. on stage, okay? So if you think you're giving 100, and you see someone else giving more, you're not giving 100. Totally, totally. I mean, by way of explanation, maybe Seth Lass did say she doesn't really connect with Rafaela's music, whereas Marina said earlier in the episode that she turns on her music to feel happy and she'll dance around her apartment to Rafaela You don't even have to feel her as an artist. You can hear the music. You can find you can find the beats. Yeah. You can you you know you can you can find something in it to dance to and you dance to that. Surely it helps though if you've got a connection with the artist. Surely it must. But I agree Uh, with you. They will always, yes. I I thought Seth Lass's reveal was really, really fun, but yes, I I think she was a bit slow to get going. Yeah. And I think she gave a great lip sync. And she did turn it up by the end, but I think she misjudged the pace and the tone of the song. If I were to give it to, I'd give it to Marina. I think I would give it to Marina as yeah. well. I but think, Seth Lass I, I think has a win. Seth Lass, oh, you're right. Seth Lass has a win. Um, and Marina has been super safe, never bottom two, but she hasn't Well, the winner of the lip sync would say, who I thought was Marina, who gave it everything yeah. from the get go, and I was never bored of what she was doing. I agree. Period. That Marina won this. Specifically. Yeah. 
And we're right. Marina we um, is winning. She's won the lip sync. And we say bye to Drake Sith last. A sad goodbye. I think she did the Canary Islands really, really proud. Absolutely. She turned out to be a far more versatile queen than I expected her to be. I think at the very beginning, I was like, oh, she's a dancing queen. I think that's probably about all she's going to do. But she turned out to be much funnier. Her fashion was amazing. She really deserved that win last week. I really feel that had she amped up the performance after the reveal, yeah. she would have stayed. She probably I mean, the lip sync was in her favor in the scenes that she had a win. Do you know what this highlights further, though? Because obviously we are objective and we are correct. Like, it just highlights to me how fair Drag Race España is. Even if a queen has a, you know, a win and in theory should get a bit more of a push, maybe. It's the, the judges are judging on the strength of the lip sync, which is what you're supposed to do. I, I Most hear of the you. Time. I hear you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It Sad was... goodbye to Seth last though. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's like quite these, emotional. These goodbyes are getting really, really tearful, by the way. Like, and to leave like that after the argument with Chirichi, I mean, these, the, the reunion these, will be these fun. These girls, they're queens. They, they have arguments. They make up. This is what they do. I'm looking forward to the roast. There's a roast next week. I'm here for it. I love and the, the roast. Bringing the girls from season one. So it was Davima, Poopy, Carmen, Sagittaria. Killer, and Sagittaria. What What were you roast about, Carmen? Oh, you're perfect. You're beautiful. You <laughs> won. Yeah. You steamrolled the competition. <laughs> yes. Wow. Like, what are you, you, you going to say? Who'll get a lot of jabs is Dovima. Oh, yeah. She really, really will. And yeah. I, I, I'm sure she'll enter into the spirit of also, it. And Poopy Poisson for her makeup. Oh, Poopy will. I mean, Sagittaria for being a, a you know a carbon copy of Aquaria <laughs> yes. is what I'm thinking. But Carmen Farala <laughs> is just the real deal. Yeah. What What do you and say? Killer as well. I don't know what you can really roast about Killer. She was such a great all rounder. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I mean, let's see what they come up with. It's going to yes. be great. Um, I'm looking forward to All Stars Seven, which is dropping in a few weeks. Is it? A couple of weeks. Twentieth of May is the debut. What date is it today? The eighth so, of May. So two next yeah, week. I think it'll be like. A week on Friday, something like that. So maybe next week but you'll th- be getting another dose of America, America's America's next track. America's next track superstar. It's not just America. The Viv is in there with these girls. The world, worldwide superstar. You can let her win. But then you can let her win. I think if she, she earns it, that'll she's give such a it, strong surely. competitor. Like, but I do see what you mean. Would they let it go to a non-American girl? But she's a strong competitor. I've got high hopes for Viv. Yeah, look, it's a great episode. Make sure to join us next week mm-hmm. for the roast, which I yes. which I know all about because I'm funny. <laughs> okay, I am hilarious. So I've said the funniest. Yeah. <laughs> Out of us I too, carry anyway. the show with yes. my comedy. <laughs> thank you very much. Everyone, thank you so much. Uh, make sure to follow us on our social medias. If you love us, throw us a message. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or online. Review really really help they're great we, yeah. we love reviews only five star but yeah <laughs> I mean, if, if it's gonna be less than five star maybe keep it to then just you know <laughs> maybe just keep email us yeah. e- email us DM us with some constructive feedback <laughs> yeah. if you must but don't yeah. rate us but don't leave a permanent <laughs> review out. what is wrong with you yes. what is your problem yes. anyone thank you very much for listening to another episode of Spilling the GT Podcast this is Bowler and Dr. Tom we'll see you guys next week lots of love guys see you soon